When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Star Stuff Podcast where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. And my name is Brooke. And this is our first episode having Brooke on the show. Hey. Uh, she has been a longtime Star Wars fan. She, um, and her knowledge is very well. She actually corrected me on a couple of things when when we first met. Um, it was a very proud moment. Yeah. Um, it was about the trash compactor and uh and you told me that in a certain line of the movie he says he calls it a garbage masher and he did not believe me and then i watched the clip on youtube and she was right and that's the moment i knew i was like this is the one for me <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding but no she um uh no she is amazing and she is gonna be hopping on the show more um because she has a lot to say uh i do and we also just went to galaxy's edge I've been talking about it for a very long time, and we finally did it. Um, uh, Matt did not go, but he's going soon. Um, but uh, Brooke and I, um, we we just lost ourselves in the. It was great. It, it was. It, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, like 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 I mean it it really was every Star Wars fan's dream. Um, on our Instagram and Facebook and on our TikTok. Um, uh, you will see my reaction to seeing the Falcon for the first time. And for a long time, I've been telling you guys that I was going to cry when I saw the Falcon. And he sure did. Yeah. And I, it because it's, you dream about seeing something um, your whole life. And in that dream, sometimes you don't actually think it's going to happen. And then when it does, you know, you don't know how to react. And that's exactly how I felt because, you know, it's, Getting behind the actual, like, I mean, and we're, we're about to go into detail about all this, but actually getting behind the cockpit and sitting in there and actually pulling the lever and then going into hyperspace, um, it, it really was a dream come true, and it really is for every Star Wars fan. Um, so without further ado, let's dive right into it. Um, we arrived at the park at... Just before 5 a.m. It was It was early, folks. There was a fair amount of people there, but not like a whole lot. No. Definitely some of the first ones. And a lot of them were there because we went the day that the new Runaway Railway ride opened. So a lot of them were actually there to see that. So we were actually, once they finally let us into the park, we were the first ones 
to actually walk down towards the opening of Galaxy's Edge. So we were the first ones in line for that. So that was pretty cool. And this was on March 4th. So this was last, um, this was last Wednesday. And I will never for, um, okay, well, first off, there were a couple of cast members, um, which this happens every time. Um, and I think it's going to maybe lift up in May, but who knows. But, like, they've got the cast members, like, actually lined up so no one actually goes into the park until 8 o'clock. Mm. Well, not into the park, but into, like, Galaxy's Edge. And uh, and we were the first ones to actually, like, to actually get there and be the first one in lines to see the, um, to, like, be at the entrance. And there was this giant line of cast members and... We talked to three, um, three cast members in particular, and they were so nice and they were so kind. Um, the first guy's name is David. Um, I don't know what the girl's name was, but she was mm-hmm. awesome too. She, yeah. And they and we just had a great discussion. And now, these people do work at Disney, but they're in character. So the entire time, the which was in- so cool. And I think one of them was the, from the from the planet Petit, and then I don't remember. But each each one of them had yeah. like a backstory. Like they each had, oh, I'm from this system. When they each each one had something, so right? It's just... um, because of the guy David, he was from the pod racing capital like world. Like I mean, like that's where the main like planet is that pod racing is popular on, and uh. And they were encouraging us to for the boarding passes. Now, now for those who don't know about the rise of the resistance and how that is working right now, is you have to, and this is also a Disneyland, you have to get there early. You have to be in the park before 8 o'clock. Um, and I also r- recommend getting there early because of, um, of something that I'm about to tell you after this. But they... They have this boarding pass system, and it's kind of like celebration, um, uh, where you have to be on your device at a specific time, because if you're not, then you're not getting in the boarding pass, and and that's what kind of um, that's what kind of happens with Star Wars Celebration. If you want a VIP pass for Star Wars Celebration, you have to be on your phone at a specific time, and if you're not one of the first ones to like refresh it and do it, then you're not getting on, and. Um, and it was so crazy because of by the time it was eight o'clock, mm-hmm. we we looked behind us. There was like over hundreds of people, like oh, yeah. like Way lined into up Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, and I was just blown away by it, and it really took me back to celebration. And then there was this announcer that came over and was like, um, uh, "Attention, all the park people." Boarding passes are now available. Please go on your devices on the on the uh, Disney Parks app and uh, and try to attempt to get a boarding pass. And then you just hear everyone go silent. Everyone's, so everyone's on their phone because they're all trying to do the same thing. Yeah. And uh, just I, like our hearts like we're beating so fast. And the cast members up front were so cute. They're like, <laughs> we, we hate this part. Like, because yeah. they just want everyone to be able to get on. Right. And we... I'm so glad we got there early. I'm, I'm I'm so glad that that we did everything we did that morning because we got boarding pass number 25. And I just remember just like of of her and I just saying yes, and then 
and then we just hear other people like like clapping and yeah, cheering. Yeah, everyone else starts cheering. Yeah, and and it was so cool. And then we all started moving um, towards the actual, uh, actually getting into Galaxy's Edge. And I told Brooke to record my reaction. Um, so sh- sorry for the shoddy video work. I was trying to walk and not run over people, but also you know. get his reaction. And I'm. Uh, I have no idea why, but it was like the perfect morning. It was. It wasn't too hot. wasn't too cold, but it was also. Um, it was kind of foggy as well. So it made for a very moody like entrance yeah. into Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Um, the and the first ship that we saw was the first order ship. Now, um, now that ship design was actually made by Colin Trevorrow, who was supposed to make. Um, who was supposed to make Star Wars Episode Nine, um, which that film was called Star Wars Episode Nine: The Duel of Fates. But then, you know, J.J. Um, Abrams then ended up doing The Rise of Skywalker. But that's really one of the biggest things that that Colin Trevorrow has um, claim on is like of of that ship detail. So that will always be a gal- at Galaxy's Edge, which is pretty cool. Um, so we go around this corner, and then. Um, you know, I've seen pictures of it. I've seen, you know, and I've watched the movies. You know, I've I've seen the Millennium Falcon before, but seeing the Millennium Falcon in person is crazy. It's really breathtaking. I freaked out, and yes, I cried. Um, uh, I've I, I I I don't know why, but I I read the comments on 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 some of the videos and stuff, and 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 people are like kind of making fun of me for it, but it's it's. If, it's emotional. It's... Yeah, like I, I, I mean, if 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 you really love Star Wars, and you and it's like a big passion, like it is for me, it's a lot to take in because of you are so passionate about something your whole life, and then it pops up right in front of you, like, and it's like real. You can you know see it. And, and, you know, eventually you, you actually walk onto it and you Mm -hmm. actually get to pilot it. It's unbelievable and it's breathtaking. And it's, it's something that I suggest that every Star Wars fan does because I know there's so many people out there that are like, oh, it's the new era stuff. And I'm just like, Galaxy's Edge has something for everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's got something from every era. It's got something from the Clone Wars. It's got stuff from the galactic civil war it's got something from the new era and and eventually you probably have stuff from the high republic i know there were easter eggs from the old republic like i mean you like really just gotta pay attention to the details because there are so many easter eggs oh yeah in galaxy's edge and there is so much detail and and it's so immersive um so we ended up um going on the falcon and we were one of the first people to actually mm. get on it and stuff that day. And we sat down, and um, and I got to be the pilot the first time. And then, Brooke, you were... I was the gunner first yeah. time we got on. And it was great to pilot it, and I just remember just pulling on the lever for, hyper, for going into hyperspace. And I just remember, like, oh, my God, this is <laughs> this is crazy. And then I hop off, and then uh, and then we go around, and then we go to say thank you to one of the cast members and then he's like go 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 one of the ones that we had talked to before yeah and he was like well do you guys want to ride it again yeah 
so he he walked us on through fast pass yep and um and we got to write it again and they actually kind of messed up but they give you these like, cards your positions yeah and they kind of messed up and like our group wasn't like they gave us ones that the group wasn't there so they're like all right you guys are just gonna go and have your own so we got to pilot the falcon just us we were the only two in there right so that was pretty sweet um so and 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 that time i think i was the left pilot and then and i was the right one right and how was that experience for you Oh, it was awesome. I loved pulling the lever to go into hyperspace. That was awesome. And so the right pilot was the one who was going up and down. So that was good. You were going left and right. Yeah. Um, now, I I know that James did his review on this. And, it, and my review is going to be different because of I understand where he's coming from. But honestly, if... Um, you need the right team to go with you, or yeah. um, or if it's just two people by themselves, like how you and I did it, it worked out so well because of they had like the automatic like gunners and they mm-hmm. had the automatic engineer yeah, stuff. Yeah, they going can in. set the other positions to be like auto, so that just kind of does it, so it'll do it perfectly. Um, but yeah, it can be difficult if you have people who don't necessarily know what they're doing or if they've never done it before because it really is a team effort. If you've got a full cockpit, everybody's got to be on their game. Right. Otherwise, like when you crash, you crash. It feels like you're crashing into something. <laughs> yeah, and, um and also, it depends on like what time you go during the day, but if you're going during the night, like you're actually taking off during the night. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, um, because... That must have been one of the times. He went without me a couple of times. My feet started to hurt, so he went two more times than I did. <laughs> um, which, what was it? Six total is how many times you yeah. went on that? Um, yeah, so I got to pilot it four times, and then I was the engineer twice. But but the two engineer time that I was fine with because of I was like recording and kind of taking everything in and kind of just checking everything out because... The Falcon cockpit is so detailed, and there is so much to um, to look at. We did not do the Chewy hack, though, because for that, you need, like, six people. Um, and you really got to be coordinated with everyone. So if you do it, you have to go with a big group. Um, but, yeah, I, I love the Falcon. It is like a video game. Um, so... Uh, when you guys go, make sure that you've got people that are, um, it's just good to go with people that you know. So then everything can be coordinated. Because if not, then it does feel like you're crashing. Um, like a lot if you don't know what you're doing. That's true. I mean, it's not like it's going to be awful if you have people you don't know. We had one group that was like a dad and a couple of his sons. And yeah. that was actually a pretty good time. Yeah. So it just, just get to know the people in your group beforehand and it's, it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I loved it. I know I am going back soon for it. Like, because I, I don't know. I just, I know if I was doing something in Star Wars, I would be a pilot. And I, I loved it so much, and I felt like by my fourth time, like, like I had it down, like I knew exactly what I was doing, and and it was great to have you by my side, like of just looking over, and then at one point I was like, Brooke, punch it, and then like you would actually pull the lever, and it it was perfect, and um and I love that Hondo is 
uh, is the person that it, um, that's like directing you because of Hondo has been part of the Star Wars universe in Star Wars of Clone Wars and then he does pop up in Star Wars Rebels but then you find out that he survives because of Galaxy's Edge so you know he's still alive and he's such a great character in my opinion and I and I was really hoping that he was going to show up in episode 9 but he didn't um, so maybe in the uh, in the novelization of uh, episode 9 we actually get to hear about him um, more if, if, if he actually was in episode 9 in some way so but after we got done, we ended up going to, I think we got some blue milk. We did. We walked around a little bit first, but then we found the milk stand outside and we tried the blue milk first and it was really good. Yeah. I liked it a lot. And then eventually we got some green milk. Now, yes. which one did you like better, the green or the blue? I don't know. They were both different. So they say the blue milk is more of like a berry kind of flavor whereas the green milk is more citrusy i don't know if i really liked one better than the other what about you i i i mean i feel like i'm going classic on this one but i really like blue like i i tasted it and i know that you were expecting it to have some milk flavor i was you would think it's milk i wasn't expecting fruit right <laughs> right so uh no uh i i tried it and i loved i i, I love the blue milk green milk was an interesting taste it wasn't bad but like i i just prefer the blue milk a lot better uh and then after we tried the blue milk we started walking around and we passed the cantina and we didn't make a reservation because um it was already there, all... There weren't any available. No. So we walked by the first time. The guy said, we don't have any walk-ins available. And and then we just kept walking. And then we went to the marketplace. Mm. And, oh, no, I think we had a Ronto wrap Ronto wrap from... It wasn't Dock and Base 6. No, was... I forget what it was called. It's like a little quick service place that you walk through. Yeah, um... So this area has like a pot, like a used pod racer, a pod racer engine, <laughs> and it was you know heating up the like like the food and stuff. It really was a sight to see. Yeah, and it was pretty good. Now, just an FYI, nothing is cheap at Disney, and nothing is cheap no. at Galaxy's Edge. No. So get ready to to spend a lot of money, or you know. Um, like what we did is we did pack some food like ahead of time. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but definitely don't let that scare you from trying no, things. No, no. Like I for sure wanted one of those little Coke detonator yes. things. I think I paid like $6 for this little thing of Coke. Worth it though. It was so worth it. I was like, I've wanted one of these since I saw a picture of it online. Yeah. So, so we ended up uh, going through the marketplace and then we got called to go onto the Rise of the Resistance. Yes, we did. Yeah. So um, now the rise of the resistance. Before I went on it, my favorite ride was Space Mountain. Out of all the like Definitely rides in Disney, one of my favorites as well. And even though we got to ride it once, I know we'll be able to ride it again soon. But it the getting onto the ride itself is amazing. It's you feel so emerged and n- not just the like the galaxy's edge but the story 
because you're part of it. Yeah, they 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 planned Rise of the Resistance so well. Like the whole thing, you just feel like you are really part of it. And the cast members did a great job too of like really playing that up. And right. like they each had a role and they all did it beautifully. Like yeah. each one was perfect. So before we go forward, um, this is kind of spoilers for the Rise of the Resistance. So if you don't want to um, hear um, what the ride like was like, um, I would kind of maybe skip forward maybe about five to ten. 10, 10 minutes or so into the podcast so then it so we don't prone it for you um so we're gonna keep talking about it so <laughs> we are in line and there's like you know you're kind of walking through a resistance um base that's hidden on black spire mm-hmm. batu and we passed like kind of like a locker room, and you saw like yep. some of like the pilot costumes hanging up, and then you just kind of walk through the armory, and you see like a bunch of blasters, right? And some like some plans, some yeah, you know, it's all very much in detail. And then you get to the room um, where a, a, a BB eight pops up, and uh, and he. Um, and he gets a message from Ray, and then Ray pops up. Now, yep, as a hologram. Yeah. Now, something interesting, which which a lot of people aren't happy about this, and I don't think it's a mistake. I think that that this is you know in the transition of her getting ready for Episode Nine, but she's wearing her garments from the Last Jedi, but her hair, it um she has the three, she, she's got her hair and the three buns. Um, now people are like, well, that's not canon. I, I think that, that in Galaxy's Edge, the time, I'm I'm not thinking I know the timeline is right after episode eight. So as, so this is going directly into the rise of Skywalker. Like, I I mean, like episode eight and, and the rise of Skywalker, like that timeline is like a year or so, something like that. So right now, Ray is in the transition of getting her different robes mm-hmm. um and she's got the three buns and i really don't see a problem with it but i heard some other it's people not do. that hard to change up your hair no <laughs> no so she was just feeling the buns that day right and uh and if you actually see ray at the parks which brooke didn't she was I disappointed didn't. i wanted to because she's like my favorite and it was during at the end of the day when my feet were just absolutely killing me um, that he had gone to take a few extra pictures, and he came back, and he said that he ran into her, and I was like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, and it's so funny because of like they're in character, like the actual characters are doing their own things. Because of if you run into Ray or Chewie, they try to avoid the First Order stormtroopers because of. If we were in the Star Wars film or whatever, and Ray was walking around, she just wanted to walk past them. The stormtroopers no, wouldn't do they anything. Would, they'd so, kidnap her. Right, that would be the point. So right, so Ray would try and like hide. Um, uh, she would hide behind different structures and buildings and stuff. And 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 she was just the same. But when I try to get a picture with Ray, I think she was like on her like like. I think she was like walking, like to get done, and there were having to be stormtroopers. I was like, "Hey, can I take a picture?" And and, and she was like, "Actually," and she said it in, in a in her accent. I can't do it, but <laughs> uh, 
But she was like, oh, hey, I can't. There are stormtroopers right there. And, like, I just have to sneak past them. And then I just walked over and I saw her kind of just kind of, like, <laughs> being sneaky. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. But um, Like, totally makes sense. That's what she would do. Like. Right. So, I mean, it's it's awesome to see that, that not only the cast members are in character, but the characters are even more in character than the other characters in the park. Um, but jumping back to the Rise of the, of the Resistance. So we... So after Ray does the whole message thing, you actually um, walk just a tiny bit through like a small part of like of the resistance space, and then you actually get to go out into um, to kind of this area where it looks like it's... an, an outdoor area. Yeah, a outdoor area, and you actually get to see Poe Dameron's X-wing, and BB-8 is on there too with yep, Poe because we're all getting ready to take off because the. First Order has found us, and yeah. we've got to get out of there. So they're loading us onto a transport to get us off of Batu. Yeah, and the ship is the ship that you actually get on is pretty amazing. Like I, I, I mean, it's it's so detailed, and 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 then you hop on it, and and that actually kind of feels like a red too because it feels like it takes off. Yep, it's kind of like like Star Tours or the Millennium Falcon. Right. Like it feels like you're taking off and you're flying. But you're not sitting down. No, like you're actually you're standing, standing up. And it looks like everything's going well, but then bum, bum, bum. The First <laughs> Order comes out of hyperspace and Poe and the other um, and the other X-Wings that are, are, that are the escort for the ship um, get shut down except Poe. He ends up... Ex- um, he ends up escaping. Our ship gets caught in a tractor beam, uh, and then we are on a first order cruiser. And then a side door opens, and you're in a hangar. Like, yeah, because they looks like they pulled you onto the ship, and it's the first order. They're right there, and they're like, "All right, time to get off." Like you're about to be interrogated. Like it's, and they're all just in character, and it just it feels like you're like being captured. Yeah, and the. And the people who are playing in the First Order are just, like, perfect. They have the uh, British accents. They've got the tones and everything. And you're walking through, and there's just this whole battalion of First Order stormtroopers. And if you actually look outside, like, the hangar door, like, you actually see, like, First Order TIE fighters, like, flying mm-hmm. through. And it feels like you're in space. And uh, and people are laughing and having a good time. And, and the First Order people are like, move it, move along, let's move. And they're like in character. And then you get put in these like lines to get into it, to get into an interrogation room. And I made the mistake of wearing a, a Preble Alliance hat, which is, you know, it also looks like the, looks like the resistant hat. And one of the First Order people were like, so you're not really good at being a rebel spy, are you? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh no. And she's like, yeah, you just put everyone here in danger. And I'm like, yep, sorry guys, I, I did my best. Yeah. So we all joked about that for a minute before they yeah. took us into the interrogation room. Yeah. And then when you actually get put into the interrogation room, um, then you see uh, a General Hux and Kylo Ren. Now, it's it's not like they have like likes to play these actual characters like up on the screen or whenever you uh, well they're all on the screen yeah at this point at this part we're kind of down below and it right. is they're up top and it, it is a screen but and, it, it looks really good right and it's it's the actual actors that like played the characters in the yes. film so it is john boyega who plays finn it mm-hmm. is 
Oscar Isaac yes. and Daisy Ridley and then the and then Domino Gleason. Um, we don't see Adam Driver. Um, I, I I know it's not Adam Driver's voice playing Kylo Ren. I just know it's not, and I think it's because of Adam Driver didn't want anything. To I didn't do. pay that close attention. Whoever it was sounded pretty dang good. Yeah, um, and I think it's the same guy who like did the voice stuff for Star Wars Battlefront, um, too, because that's also not Adam Driver, and the other actors came back and played the voices of the characters in the game. Um, but anyways, so uh, so they're like an. So they're interrogating us, and then they get called to the bridge. Yep, and then and then we turn around, and you just kind of hear the sound, and it looks like looks like someone's cutting through the wall to the side of us, and then it swings open, and there's some. I tried telling the two people that were in front of the door; they were just standing there looking at it, and then I like was like, "Hey, move! Like, like move away from the wall!" But it wasn't a big deal. It moved sideways; like yeah. it almost looked like it might just fall forward. Yeah. They would have been squashed. Yeah, but it came sideways. You know, safe. It's still Disney. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> there were a couple of casters that came through, and they were like, "We're with the resistance. Like, we're here to rescue you." And so they they usher us through and at yeah. that point that's when you get on the actual like quote-unquote ride yeah. so to say the, the right ride vehicles they're like all right we've got these and they're gonna take you through and we're gonna we're gonna get you out of here so that's when we finally get on on the actual ride and again you know th- th- uh, this whole experience was well was like you know just over 20 minutes and like it's oh it was yeah i mean it's it's so crazy um, because of just a, a getting onto the ride is it feels like kind of like a right because at that point you're not itself. even like on the ride no um so it was just so immersive and so great and yeah. then you get on the ride and it's even more amazing exactly and you just go through the first order ship and you run into a probe droid and then um and and then at one point you're like kind of going through like there's cargo bay and there's two full size ATATs. Um, yeah, that was wild. Yeah, and I say ATATs. Some people say ATs, but I like. Oh, uh, I say ATAT. ATAT just sounds weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh man. Um, so w- we get past those, and then they and and the ride they... is like it's not just going like straight forward. We're no. like we're spinning and going backwards yeah. and sideways. It's not like a cute little ride. Like we're we're really going. Right. And it doesn't even feel like there's even a track. Like I mean, I feel like there's like I think it's a tr- it's trackless. I I don't know the details. Yeah. I'm no mechanic, but Right. Uh and something else which which I know which side that we have to be on. Um but Apparently, like the first time you go, you 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 should try and go a second time because of because of it's, there are different paths apparently, right. and it like slightly different, slightly different, and it shows you like different views of it. So so the time that we went, we were on the left side. So next time we go, we have to be on the right side. I thought were they lined up? There was like a front one and a back one. So yeah. we were on the front one, like when we got loaded on. Right, and uh, that one goes on the left side. So okay. Next time we go, we'll have to go on the right. See if they'll let us. Yeah. <gasps> Please. Please. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we ended up um, going through, and then we ended up seeing a animatronic of of 
Finn. Now, you didn't see Finn. I didn't see it. I must have missed it somehow. I did record it, like, like you're not supposed to have your phones out. But, like, I, like, <gasps> briefly had, like, my phone up for a bit because I wanted to post something on Instagram. And, um, uh, and you see John Boyega cut a- dressed up as a stormtrooper again just like he was in force awakens yeah i totally missed that yeah uh and there's there's honestly so much going on like it's it's not uncommon to kind of miss a little bit of something and and it's so overwhelming too it is it's just (laughs) the most immersive amazing thing oh man we so we end up getting close to where the ride looks like it's gonna end and you kind of go through this area where they have like the kind of space cannon things and they're like firing at the other ships and you're looking outside and there's like a whole space battle going on and you're freaking out and like i was freaking out i was just like (laughs) oh my god this is crazy and uh you're you're in the star wars at that point yeah and then um kylo ren like kind of pops out of nowhere he like uses the force to kind of slow your stuff down is like shaking he's kind of like moving your vehicles and yeah and then uh and then there's like um something kind of hits the ship and it kind of blows him back and then it blocks him and then we actually get to the escape pod mm-hmm. uh and then we drop and we did drop i was not expecting that no and <laughs> then at that point it does feel like it's star tours like mm. I'm um, because of you're in the seat and then you're like in that kind of contained thing and you actually crash onto the planet. Um, uh, you you actually crash back onto bot two, and then you go around the corner and then you see the um, you see the lieutenant that um, he was a Mon Calamari, so he oh, I forgot his name. Um, uh, Tech, I think. Don't yep. you know what? Don't quote me on that. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we ended up going around the corner, and then he was alive, and then they, you know, were like, oh, we, and then there were like the resistance cast members, and they're like, mm-hmm. okay, everyone, like, oh, like, awesome job. We'll see you again, and then we hop off, and and then you're just like, I want to go again, <laughs> but you need a boarding pass, and yes. And I suggest getting there early. I I know it sucks of waking up early. We woke up at three, and then we got there like just before five o'clock. So it's technically in order to get one. Yeah. You just they open at eight o'clock. Yeah. They started letting us into the park at seven. Yeah. So as long as you are in the park, yeah, it doesn't matter where you are in the park. You have the ability to get on your app and try to get on a boarding party. But you have to be. In Hollywood Studios or at Disneyland. Not not outside of it. You have to have scanned your magic band and you yep. are in the park. Right. Um, and you also have to download the Disney Parks app as well. The My Disney Experience. Yep. I think they did say you can just go... And talk to someone, but you don't get a guaranteed. No, it's, it's much faster and probably the only way you're going to do it is if you have the app. Right. But I thought the ride was amazing. I thought it was I did as well. very immersive, and and you really do feel like you're part of the of the movie. And for a Star Wars fan, you know, as much as it is great to watch the movies and stuff, being involved in it in some way is just an incredible feeling. And and I'll never I'll never forget the experience because of like you really do just get lost. 
like oh yeah in the whole thing um and when you're done you're just like oh no it's it can't be over no (laughs) right um so after we did that we ended up going back and we kind of explored more Mm-hmm. and there's there's so much to explore there's so much to explore i mean there's like hours we spent most of the day at galaxy's edge we just did. walking around and taking pictures um and we end up you know walking past the cantina again and there was a different person and we were like hey is there any you know room to have some people walk in and she was like how many and we were like two and she's like all right hop in we were just like Oh, okay. And so they do they do take walk-ins, but it just depends on, on how the, many reservations, how they're doing, if they're going fast enough. So right. the, the first guy, you know, had said, you know, keep checking back without the throughout the day. There's, yeah. there's no way they can know how it's going to be going. So right. if you don't have a reservation when you go and you really want to do it, just keep checking back. Chances are you're going to be able to walk in at some point. Yeah. And we ended up walking in. Um, it was so cool. It was so cool. It just was the music and the lighting and just. So the so the DJ is um, Captain Rex. Now, not Captain Rex from the Clone Wars, but the original droid that was the pilot for Star Tours. Before they, they got C-3PO in there now. Right. So this was like the original droid that was like w- there when Star Tours first launched back like in the 1980s, 1990s. Um, and it was, right? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, 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 I mean, Star Tours launched just a couple of years after episode six came out. Okay. So. It must have been in California, I'm assuming. Yeah. Because I don't think Hollywood Studios existed at that point. No. Um, but yeah, so it really was a awesome experience and there were some easter eggs that you could tell now i've been talking about this for a while but in the cantina there is this and this is also in disneyland as well but in the cantina there is a booth that has blaster marks all over it and that is from one of the newest thrawn novels and it's when anakin skywalker and admiral thrawn um, who wasn't Admiral at the time, but they, because this was happening during the Clone Wars, and they end up going to, um, to Batu Black Spire, and they end up getting in a shootout in the cantina, and that happens in the book, and if you go in the cantina, those blast marks are there. It's from the book. Like that's how detailed this stuff is. There is not an inch of this park that someone did not meticulously plan out. Exactly. I mean, it's so. Detailed. So we ended up getting um, a drink called the Fuzzy Tauntaun. Fuzzy Tauntaun. Not cheap. <laughs> no, it was not. But it was one of those, like, the most popular ones. And I was like, we're going to do it. We're going to go for it. And it was absolutely delicious. Most of it was a peach flavor of some kind. like. Yeah. And there was a foam on top of it. That, that made, made your you... lips go numb. Yeah. And if you were to, like, question or be like, ah, oh, my lips are going numb, the cast members would be like, oh, well, that's because it's not made for human consumption. Yeah. So. And w- we enjoyed it. I saw I saw a different drink that I guess t- tastes like Gatorade, but it had, like, like it kind of looked like it was, like, a, a bubbling. And there were little, like, some form of, like, some little balls in it, some edible balls that were, like floating around and they were spinning because this drink was just fizzing and going yeah. all over the place all these drinks just looked fantastic and like literally like the only place you would ever find them is outer space mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it and um 
there was also this detail of um, that frog type creature from mm-hmm. episode six, like where it pans like like it shows Java's palace and then you see this kind of toad type creature and he like eats like a bug or something on the rock like that like creature is like that frog thing is there in a container in a case above above the bar yeah um and also for this they also came up with a couple of new songs that we've never heard before but eventually you do hear the classic so um we were there for about 45 minutes or so there's a 45 minute max yeah so i I didn't see anyone get actually kicked out but i'm assuming people will just have their drinks and leave yeah Um, just because it's so popular they just have to kind of put a cap on it because otherwise i'm sure there would be people who would just sit in there and try to hang out all day and that wouldn't be fun for people because it'd be all backed up right we got done there and then we ended up uh leaving the cantina as hard as it was and we started exploring more and we checked out some of the shops um and there's this clothing shop they Mm -hmm. have a they have a creature shop now they actually have um in the creature shop they have our first look at a um before the mandalorian came out it was our first look at a um, or live action version of a Lothcat. Now the Lothcat first appeared in Star Wars Rebels, so it was really cool to 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 like see one live action and like and in person too. It 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 was curled in a cage and it was kind of it moving. It was super cute. It was yeah. it was taking a nap, so you could like you could hear the noises, its little like yeah. napping noises, and his tail was wagging about, and it yeah. was pretty cute. Uh, and then. You ended up getting dice. I did get some dice. Wanted some for my uh, for my car. Yep the um, the closet console dice, and then we uh, and then you also got a pin. Um, I did. I got uh, hooked on pin collecting. <laughs> I tried to avoid it, but then I fu- I bought one pin, and it just spiraled from there. Yeah. And I also just got her into Funko too. So <laughs> yep. No, no, I just want everything. Yeah, um, but. After that, we ended up walking around um, the First Order ship, um, Mm -hmm. and we, guys, again, so much detail, because there's this part where it has some droids, and um, and it's really close to, it's really close to the place where you actually build the droid. Um, Yeah. And there's like a kind of an old probe droid from, from the empire days. And it's like kind of taken apart. And then there's some old R2 units and R4 units and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And then we made our way to the droid, um, depot, droid depot. And you weren't going to buy one at first. I wasn't going to, I had thought about it, but then I was like, ah, do I need one? But then I just saw everyone else building theirs, and I was like, well, shoot. All right, here we go. Yeah. So I did build a little droid. I have a little BB unit, and he's like my new favorite thing. Wow. Thing. You're not a thing. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, and his name is what? BB5B. Mm-hmm. Um, and the actual droid depot was pretty cool because if you looked up, you actually saw like, you know, like life-size actual like droid parts kind of going through the sky you oh, also yeah. saw some um 
some stuff from the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw like some classic battle droids, uh, and you also saw a life-size security droid. Which, if you guys know what a security droid is, it's the same type of droid that K2SO is. That was pretty cool to see. Yeah, I took a picture of that as soon as I saw it. Um, but. Anyways, you're there. You like find your droid now. Now, why did you pick these colors, and why did you like kind of why? Yeah, because I was just drawn to it. <laughs> I don't know. I just I definitely like the BB unit over the R2. I just think they're a little cuter and more fun to see rolling around. Um, I wound up with like a, a mostly purple base with like some black and silver accents, and then a black head, and I just felt like those just looked the most aesthetically pleasing (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it was fun so you like after you you pay with your credits you go over and there's like a conveyor belt and they've just got a whole bunch of pieces and you've got like a little bit of like a like a guide so it says like you need like one of these and one of these and one of those so you, you grab all your stuff as it's like coming through you pick which ones you want and then you go over to actually put the whole thing together so there's there's people over there to help you, and you actually there's like a little power drill hanging from yep. the ceiling that you actually have to use. I was like, oh geez, all right, this is legit. So then there's instructions on how to put them together, and then once you do that, they kind of have this little like activation ceremony where they pair them to your little remote control, mm-hmm. and so that was fun. We have a little video of that of that going. Yep. I'm like, it's moving. It's, it's a- activating. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I was super hyped for you. I was too. I was getting a little BB. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then he was all mine. And he makes cute little noises and he... Now, they do have this deal where you can just get the droid itself or you can get a special like sound chip for him and uh, a personality bag. chip is yeah. what they call it so we can have different personalities and that's a little more money yeah <laughs> more was, money more credits if you will yeah um i want to say that one was like 160 some yeah. but if you just wanted to build the droid it was like just over 100 mm-hmm. and i was like man let's just let's just build the droid yeah and that deal also comes with like the backpack yeah you too. did also get a cute little backpack so um trying to think of but yeah so we didn't do a savvy's lightsaber workshop we did not maybe someday though we'll do that next time we go for sure um i know james did and he said he loved it um and i know that i'm i'm gonna do it i the it's i heard it's a wonderful experience we didn't do it this time because of just timing and everything but next time we will for sure. Um, but we walked around so much, and the cat and I love I, I I love telling this because it it really is like the um it, it really is in my opinion like one of the heart and souls of Galaxy's Edge is that everyone is in character. The cast members do a fantastic job. Like they're not just there just working and yeah. whatever they've each they've each got a story they've each got like stories about the land even yeah and the day before we were at 
Harry Potter world over mm-hmm. at Universal Studios, and some people were in character, but then other <sighs> people not so much. That's just what I feel like is the difference between Disney and, and like Universal. Universal. I love Universal. Like yeah. I love Harry Potter, and I love going, but I always felt that the cast members just didn't have that same training that they did at right. Disney, where they're not necessarily all in character, and they're not doing that. No. Some of them, honestly, just straight up look pissed. Like I don't think yeah. they were happy to be there at all. No. But in Galaxy's Edge, everyone was just. Just they, they were ha- there for it and happy and excited and we and we were walking and i saw this guy um and i was like kind of in a corner he wasn't yeah. even out in the open yeah. he was just like whatever like standing by a trash can right and i and i walked by it and i was like oh that's a buck and he's like yes it is would you like to play and i'm like yeah I would. Taught us how to play. Yeah. And the whole time he was like storylining, talking about how, you know, we don't play for money because Olga, the person who's owning the cantina and everything, like she'd want to collect and I don't want to have to lose any money. And so there was a story for everything. Yeah. um, He talked about how Olga had a boyfriend. He was a Mm Wookiee and he did something um, that pissed her off. Yep. And she shot him, and now, now she has a new rug. She's got a nice fur rug. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, damn. All right. Um, so, again, it's so detailed, and and the fact that the cast members are really into it, like, I can't even imagine, like, the, like, getting paid to, you know, play a card game with people mm-hmm. and, like, you know, kind of dive deeper into the Star, into the Star Wars universe and... Making, you know, because of how I was playing Sabak and like him, like just talking about like, like the history and stuff and where he's from and what planet he's from. It just really, it made me happy because of that's what Star Wars is. Like everyone is important. Everyone has a story and, yes. and that story is meant to be told. And just him just talking about that really made my day. And, um, because you go to these other parks and some people are in character and stuff but like this is just immersive this mm. is this is like the like the future of attractions of what i think should be theme um, parks yeah like just just have the guests like lose themselves because that's really what people want yeah they want to they want an escape yeah they want to go somewhere and just be fully immersed in these fictional worlds to the fact where to the point where they're just they're not fictional anymore right they're real no um there was so many great moments and so many i mean i will never forget of us walking into into galaxy that's for the first time because number one i was with you but then i you know just walking around and seeing like like it was foggy and and then you see a falcon for the first time, like just in in that like in the daylight, like that. And then it's just every Star Wars fan's dream. Um, I know there was so much more that we could have done, and we spent like the whole day there. Like we didn't leave Hollywood Studios. We did not. No, and uh, and Hollywood Studios isn't that big. It's not. But, it's got a little more after it. it's added the Toy Story area and now yeah. Galaxy's Edge. So it's got a little more to it than it used to. Um, but I'd say the bulk of it is definitely Galaxy's Edge now. Yeah. And I, I mean, because of, I think the, because of the, because of the main icon for it was 
the hat at first, and then it went to the Tower of Terror. Yep, now it's yeah, Tower of Terror is now like the the icon yeah. for the park. But I'm thinking soon it's going to be the Falcon. <laughs> like I, I I mean because of well, I don't know towers of towers a classic. I feel like there might be a slight uproar about that. But... Oh, okay. Just those like diehard fans, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Those of us who are still sad to see the great movie ride go. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were there like an opening day for the for the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I yeah. believe is what it's called. And people like just as soon as they opened the park, everyone was running. That's that's where they went. Yeah. They went there, and we went to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would like to ride it eventually because apparently it's very similar to what the rise of the resistance the ride is. mechanism. Yeah. yeah. Um, Everyone we've talked to have said it's cute. Like yeah. that's the that's the common yeah. Uh, description. They for didn't this say ride. it was great. They, they just say said it it's was cute. cute. So I was like, oh, okay, because we kept walking by and there were, and I think the ride was down for like an hour or two. The ride did go down, which is, you know, to be expected on opening day. Rides yeah. gotta go down. Um, but yeah, so I know one day we'll go on that. Not um, for sure. You gotta see what it's about, but I'm still, still salty about the great movie ride. Yeah. And I will be till the day I die. <laughs> Uh, so, now we've talked about everything, what was your favorite part? What was my favorite part? I probably, uh my favorite part, just overall, like, just the immersiveness of it, just okay. feeling like you're there, but Rise of the Resistance, like, you just It was so good. Can't beat that. No, and I, I mean, and I was just glad that. I mean, because of, I feel like if the original cast members didn't come back and, like, do the parts that they did, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been have the been same. successful. No. No, no I, I, I mean, I think it worked with Kylo Ren. I mean, like, with Adam Driver not showing up as Kylo Ren well, just because of, he covered his, his mask. Face, yeah, 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 so. yeah. It, was, it covered his face, so it worked because, you know, in the first movie. Right. Yeah, so I think that part worked. But just seeing John... Um, just seeing John Boyega um, and Daisy Ridley and Oscar Isaacs and like I, I it, it it was perfect. Um, it wasn't too much of like the cast; like it was just the right amount, and you really mm-hmm. did feel like you were in it. Um, we, um, I did get stopped by a couple of First Order stormtroopers again. They were talking about your hat. Yeah, <laughs> so you wore the wrong hat that day. Yep. Yeah. So most likely you won't see that many resistance people. Um, you'll probably see a bunch of first order stormtroopers. So if you want to be on the good side, try and wear something like part of the dark side. <laughs> or if you want to get a rise out of them, wear something resistance because yeah. they're probably more likely to interact with you that way. So it just depends on how you're feeling. What that day. you're looking for. Yep. <laughs> um, my favorite part was. Um. To be honest, it really depends on who you go with, um, because it can be great if you go alone. But if you're going with like a group or with someone that loves Star Wars as much as you do, it's such a great feeling. It's yeah, and it's, it's just such, such a, a great sh- experience. Yeah, just that that shared experience you can have with people about something that you you just love so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Galaxy's Edge. Um, I really want to change anything. Like I, 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 I mean. I wish that it wasn't just the new, just wasn't the new era. Like I, like I wish it was more. 
Um, it's kind of hard to cross eras though, right. when you need to have some kind of timeline. Right, and that's why it and that's why it Star Tours is like perfect where it is, and Launch Bay is perfect where it mm-hmm. is. Um, I'm not sure how it is over at Disneyland. Um, I don't know. I've never been. Yeah, um, but I think that that it's got it's just got enough where like everything fits in together. Now, actually, in Smugglers in Smugglers Run. When you're landing, like mm-hmm. at the end of the ride, you actually see Star Tours leaving Galaxy's Edge, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Um, we did go on Galaxy's Edge. Um, we, we did go on Star Tours. Yes, um, twice. Tw- twice, but both times it was the same like thing. And for yeah. Star Tours, it's supposed to change every time. So I guess we just had. We bad were luck on that. a different. We we went through a different door. So yeah. I mean, it's it's hard with that one. I, I don't know how they pick which ones get shown yeah. or how random it is. But, but we didn't get to see like any of the new stuff from Episode Nine or. Right. It's probably a rare edge. one. Yeah. Um. But. And we did walk over to Launch Bay, of course, because yeah. they've got a lot of the movie props yeah. and you can meet Darth Vader Vader Chewy. BB-8 and Ch- is Chewie over there still? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um because it's no longer Kylo Ren so it's Chewie, Vader right. and then BB-8. Um and we ended up watching there's like this kind of film thing over there where like it kind of shows like the new projects and for Star Wars, yeah, yeah. and it talked about Episode Nine and it talked about some of the um like, like the new things coming like they talked about Fallen Order yeah. and Mandalorian. Yeah, well, I'm well not really all new stuff. Like I felt like like that that thing was all caught up because they didn't talk about like season two of Mandalorian and they didn't talk about like no, it was new... definitely they talked about it, but yeah, not because of this not got the newer newer stuff. This got updated as soon as episode nine came out. Right. Um, and I actually got to see this before episode um, before episode nine. No, actually, it, it was it was as Force Awakens was coming out. Um, uh, I sat down and like watches at lunch bay, and they had like Colin Trevorrow talking about uh, about you know episode nine, which at that time it was supposed to be Duel of Fates. So it was really cool to see him talk about it. But now he's jumping forward. J.J. Abrams took over episode nine, so it was really d- cool to see like the differences between that kind of preview film thing. But Galaxy's Edge is amazing, guys. If you get the chance, go. Um, I've got a bunch of videos and pictures and stuff that I'm that I'm still going to be posting um, on our stuff. Um, you know what? I think the biggest thing that I think that they should have added was Max Rebo. I didn't see anything. <laughs> I didn't see anything he, Max he Rebo He was not there. there. You're right. No, no. And as, re- as we're recording this, guys, I'm wearing a he, he Max is. Rebo He's shirt. Wearing, he just got this shirt. Um, but, it's you know, a Max... custom shirt from my friend Nate Barrett. But, yeah. Yeah, no. Max Rebo. At, at, at that timeline, though, I, I don't think he's alive during that point. But his species could have been. His species, sure, but not Max Rebo himself. Oh, okay. Also, in the High Republic trailer, there is a... Max Rebo species. He looks cool. He's wearing goggles and he's got like kind of this tube coming down. <laughs> Guys, this is going to be the origins of Max Rebo. I'm telling you right now. It's going to be big. It's going to be huge. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm shaking my head at him right now. You can't <laughs> see it, but it's happening. Um, Three episodes of The Clone Wars are out. Um, the fourth one is dropping this Friday. Um, it's the final arc. Um, it's the final episode of the Bad Batch arc. So... So far, it's been great, and it's, it's awesome to see the Clone Wars back. So if you guys haven't yet watched the first three episodes of this last season, 
they're awesome and really you know it dives back in, into you know the clone part of the clone wars because it, it really is you know amazing um and there is also the novelization is coming out uh in a week and a half so get prepared for that um some people have already read some of it at c2e2 in chicago um so if you don't want to get spoiled stay off the eight just try and avoid it um because you know there will be people that will try and spoil it um and there's a bunch of new comics coming out and um just it's crazy um just how much of even though the movies are done more star wars stuff is still coming it's not over it's not over and it won't be over especially with the high republic like this seriously is going to be the future of star wars like i mean we'll sell the mandalorian stuff tied back to like the the original stories of star wars Mm -hmm. but it's going to be awesome because if we actually get to um to see the jedi in their prime and how we got to be where you know episode one begins so Mm -hmm. i'm super excited to see that and right now they're just saying you know it's gonna just be books and comics for now, but eventually, I guarantee oh, it won't stay that way. No, it won't. Oh, I, no way. I guarantee you, it'll turn into like movies and stuff. And they already announced that that they're doing Star Wars movies 2022, 2024, and 2026. So I guarantee the new trilogy will be something with the High Republic, or it might be with the Old Republic. Um, but we'll have to see like what happens. But we just know it won't be tied with the Skywalker saga because the Skywalker saga is done. Um, but yeah, um, uh, we covered a lot. We did. <laughs> um, I think you did great your first time. Oh, wow. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, so for those who don't know, um, this is my girlfriend. What's up? Uh, she loves Star Wars and we just love Star Wars and we love Disney and we just share that passion. Um, and what's your favorite Star Wars film? film oh gosh going classic i love empire strikes back i don't know just that's always my go-to okay like why like i don't know i don't really have a reason it just feels like childhood okay like that's just i don't know it's just my go-to i can't really explain it okay and your favorite character i know who it is i I love ray yeah i mean i love leia too and like han and when we actually went to the park, we were wearing the I Love You, I Know shirts. Yep, and I, I had my hair in the three Ray buns. Yeah, I love her. I don't know. I just connect with her on a personal level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm part of the 501, and I got my Stormtrooper, and then one day you're going to do the Rise of Skywalker, Ray. Which, I would love to. Yeah, so probably we'll one day. On that. Yeah. Um, and there's, so if you guys, um, would like to hear more, um, hear more about our adventures and just all the news from myself, David, Matt, and James and Joseph, uh, and Brooke now, um, uh, go uh, follow us on Instagram, um, Twitter and Facebook, and we have a TikTok now. Um, so we will post that in the comments below. Uh, I guess my reaction video was blowing up more than I thought. I I wasn't expecting any of that, so that really threw me off. Um, but uh, again, 
thank you everyone so much for listening um also there's a bunch of exclusive stuff coming to page to our patreon so if you haven't yet and you want to we would love to um to uh see you guys um sign up for it because of we do a bunch of exclusive shout outs on that as well um there's so much to talk about and star wars is never gonna end so i feel like i feel like this podcast is just gonna keep going and going um but with that being said uh my name's colin and i'm brooke and may the force be with you always always. max rebo take it away